Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Today, uh, let me let us begin with. Uh, let's begin. Let's review our previous uh, preaching online. Okay, so please uh, show the chart on the three differing views of the rapture. Can you put that on? Okay, there. So in this chart. No, uh, you can see that there are three raptures in the seven years of tribulation. Okay, first one is what we call the pre-tribulation rapture. Okay, we discussed this uh, one last week. We discussed that topic last week. Today, we're going to talk about the mid-tribulation rapture, okay, which uh, will happen during the seven-year period period of tribulation and then next week we're going to talk about the post-tribulation rapture okay this rapture will happen after the tribulation so we have three uh, different views of the rapture okay so don't get confused in fact uh, somebody asked me why are we teaching uh three different views of the rapture we should teach only one and i understand but uh, in reality uh, a lot of christians are confused concerning pre-trib mid-trib and post-trib okay pre-trib mid-trib post-trib all right why because uh you know every preacher that preach that teach or that advocates on pre-trib you see and of uh, mid-trib and post-trib uh, they are you know well versed with their position so those believers who are not really founded who, who does not really understand or maybe they are new uh, with the you know they uh, don't really they don't fully understand eschatology will find it uh, confusing okay because it's indeed uh, difficult to understand and explain the, the the prophecies of the end time so our goal is this friends we're not here to confuse the brethren we're here to present to you the three differing views of the rapture why because we want you to hear it from us directly not from uh, just different authors you know that we don't really know their background and their uh, theological position the, the point here, my friend, is this. In reality, believers tend to jump from one view to the other, okay? Okay, I'll just give you my testimony. First, I, uh, you know, I, I'm into the pre-trib and then uh, post-trib and then from post-trib to pre-trib again and then post-trib and then, and then, you know, mid-trib. And so I keep, it depends on who is presenting the the teaching okay who's <laughs> so i said whoa that's that's biblical too so maybe i am mid-trib now maybe i am you know and so it is important that you know you 
hear from you know you 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 understand at least you heard you read you research on different views of the rapture and then and then uh, pray about it and ask the holy spirit which you think you can embrace which you think you can grasp you mean which revelation you know you your heart your mind can understand okay because even if you uh, embrace one 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 view of the rapture and if you don't know how to explain it and you don't really understand what that teaching is teaching uh, you or, or you know it's vague to, for you then there, there is no point you know your faith cannot be established so we will present this the, the reason for this is that for you for our uh, for the brethren who are watching online can do a uh, what we call the comparative study okay you can compare between pre-trib mid-trib and post-trib okay so there's nothing to compare if you only heard one side if you only uh, you were taught only to believe one view okay uh, one position of the rapture if you're only made to believe uh, a mid-trib only so you only know mid-trib until you hear somebody hear somebody teaching on the pre-trib or on the post-trib and then now uh, you don't know which side to side you know which one is true okay but here's the thing so we're giving you the chance the opportunity to hear the three positions concerning the rapture so we want you to learn Okay, last week my goal is for you to or con present to you and convince you about the pre-tribulation rapture, the case for the pre-tribulation rapture. Today, we're going to talk about the mid-tribulation rapture. So I hope, again, the same thing, my goal is to present it to you clear, simple, uh, clear, concise, uh, and, and at the same time, I, I hope I can convince you, okay, today. <laughs> to believe in the mid-tribulation rapture don't worry next week we're going to talk about what post-tribulation rapture and then the following week we're going to compare the three okay we are going to fuse and look at it side by side how many verses for pre-trib for mid-trib for post-trib you know there's so many considerations that we want to see to look at okay so i hope you're excited because uh, uh, so you you don't you, we don't want Christians to be ignorant, okay, of what's coming ahead, okay. So today, so again, those are the three differing views of the rapture: pre, mid, and post trip. All right. Next page. Let's re, uh, for our review, the case for the pre-tribulation rapture. Now, look, guys, I I um, did. I edited some of the notes so you know we can uh, uh, present it better okay so if you took some screenshots okay if you took some screenshots of last week okay um, here's the thing uh, you can please take another screenshot today all right because uh, last week I think we had six points today in our review we have seven points so <laughs> okay guys so we're trying to improve the way we present this teaching oh, update right thank you john we we, we want to update 
it and make it better. Okay? So, number one, we mentioned last week that the rapture of the church is clearly taught in scriptures. Okay? We gave you the verse already. And then, we expounded on it. Number two, the tribulation period is associated in the time of God's wrath or what the Old Testament uh, calls za'am or indignation. Okay? Um, that is why um, that is why most of uh, where is that? Wait a minute. That's why um, the, that's why pre-tribbers pre I'm sorry <laughs> pre-tribbers are so convinced that the rapture will happen before the tribulation because because both the wrath and the tribulation is believed to take place simultaneously or at the same time okay considering Daniel chapter 8 Daniel chapter 11 and considering also the destructive power of the seven seals trumpets and bowls described in Revelation 6 to chapter 16 now I know what uh, post-tribers think they think that hey 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 John the Baptist said that the wrath is going to fall after the tribulation that is the seven bowls now I understand that but the Bible says it's the full wrath of God without mixture okay it's full it's it's really for the people who will be left on earth okay but the thing is if it is full then the previous ones which which is the the seals and the seven trumpets uh, they're not the full or concentrated measure of the wrath, right? So th that, th that is how uh, a pre-triber thinks. Meaning to say, if, that is, if the third sevens, which is the seven bowls or vials, is the full wrath of God, then, then the previous one should be also wrath, right? So, so that's, that's the thing, no? Uh, re remember, if you read, uh, we we're going to read this, but not today. Uh, in, in the seals, one-fourth of those who are living that will, uh, will, be, will die, okay? Th th there is this uh, number, okay, uh, uh, of, of uh, living creatures. I cannot uh, describe in detail unless we, we open our Bibles to the book of Revelation on the seals, but... Uh, on the seals, it's one fourth uh, with uh, the the trumpets. That's a uh, one third dies, no, uh, uh, in different events. Okay, uh, I, I am tempted to read it, but not today. Not today. So this is a review. Um, okay, number three, the rapture will take place before the tribulation, because the church is spared from the wrath of God so that's number three for our review okay so um, uh, where are we now uh, number four the tribulation period is the 70th week of Daniel or the time of Jacob's trouble now I have not emphasized the word Jacob's trouble last week but if you look at it in Daniel chapter 9 uh, you can read the uh, the tribulation period or Jacob's trouble that's why it's called Jacob's trouble okay it is determined for the nation of 
of Israel or for the Jews, not for, not for Gentiles. Okay, uh, we, I already discussed this last week, but there's one verse that I I've not mentioned last week, so I'm adding it here right now. <laughs> Jeremiah 30 verse 7 says, Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. So pertaining to the great tribulation. Uh, pertaining to the tribulation. Okay, it says, It is even the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. Okay? So another term for the great tribulation is the time of Jacob's trouble trouble meaning the tribulation is jacob's trouble meaning the tribulation is for israel okay not for the church which already uh, believes in the lord jesus christ and will be saved from the wrath so this is the the pre-trib position so uh, number five the rapture is a mystery okay something that is difficult to understand or explain uh, okay, we gave you the verse already. Okay, number six, Jesus can come back at any moment. So this is the doctrine of imminence, okay? Uh, the, uh, the state of being about to happen, no? that Jesus can come anytime, you know. Um, no one knows the day or the hour, okay? Uh, the exact timing of his coming, the day and the hour is unknown yet imminent. Meaning say imminent, it's about to happen or it could happen anytime. Since his coming is likened to a thief, that's in, in Matthew 24, then it is unexpected. There is an element of what? Surprise. Um, unannounced. and It's sudden. Okay, the suddenness thing. Uh, we already uh, discussed that last week. Uh that is why when today we're going to discuss the mid-tribulation position, uh, it is actually um, uh, contradictory to the doctrine of imminence in the pre-trib position. Okay, so, so that part because um, at anyway, let's, uh, the last one, uh, number seven, the second coming of Jesus has two stages, okay? The first stage is when Jesus comes back to fetch the church or, or what we call the rapture. And the second stage is when Jesus comes to comes back to destroy the Antichrist and set up his 1,000 years of kingdom reign of peace on earth. So that's a tangible kingdom. So friends, uh, the, 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 uh, the scriptures we gave you last week these were the things that we discussed and if you have not heard about this uh, topic please uh, after this you can watch the previous episode okay now um uh can you show them the pre-tribulation rapture summary um okay that's it i know that some of you also took a screenshot of last week's chart okay but uh we, we kind of improve things so you don't get confused so uh for a pre-triber okay you understand it very simple resurrection rapture wrath and jacob's trouble or the, the the tribulation so the rapture will happen before the tribulation 
And then uh, the glory uh, sorry, the glorious return of the Lord Jesus Christ will come next, okay? So, for a pre-triber, the whole uh, you know, the whole thing from the rapture or the 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 to the to the glorious return of the Lord Jesus Christ is a total of around seven years, and that is the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so the coming, the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is extended to what seven years long. Okay, where we we, we will have the resurrection and the rapture, the, the you know uh, until uh, Jesus comes back again. All right, so that's the pre-tribulation rapture summary. So the tribulation and the wrath takes place simultaneously. The rapture will take place before the tribulation the wrath. The glorious return of the Lord Jesus will happen after uh, the tribulation. Um, Alright, so I hope you understand that. If you don't, please uh, watch our episode last week. Because today we're going to start our next um, episode which is the mid-tribulation rapture so again we are doing this so that you have the opportunity to compare the three positions okay for the rapture pre mid and post all right the case for the mid-tribulationalism all right so we begin uh, mid-tribulationalism is the view that the church will go through the first half of the seven-year tribulation but will be raptured at the midpoint somewhere in the middle of the tribulation either before or uh, right in the middle of the tribulation or you know maybe a little after <laughs> okay beyond beyond the the the, the mid okay but uh but uh, the 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 teaching of uh, mid tribers is uh, before the mid okay we'll explain why the first half which is the first three and a half years is seen as natural tribulation whereas the second half the next three and a half years is believed to be the great tribulation okay the first half is called pre-wrath or understood as the period of the wrath of man Okay, it's kind of man-made, all right? So you see this uh, component, the element of, uh, you know, some of the difficulties and hardships during the, the pre-wrath are also caused by men, okay? So there's going to be persecution, okay? From, from who? From men, all right? Uh, that's the pre-wrath. Again, we're talking... Uh, um, we are uh, talking in the terms of um, a, pre, a mid, sorry, mid-tribulation, uh, triber, a mid-triber, okay. Um, the first half is called pre-wrath, uh, no, no, I already read that one, uh, and the second half as the period of wrath of God. So, for a pre-triber, the second half or, or the last three and a half years of the seven years or the 70th week of Daniel is actually the great tribulation we wh why do we say great tribulation because in the middle of the tribulation god's wrath will come 
the wrath of God will begin to be poured on the earth. Okay? Of course, not against Christians, but it is against those who are not on the side of God. Okay? So, it's, you know, it's like uh, uh, what happened in the time, uh, during the time of Moses and um, uh, in Egypt, Moses and Pharaoh. There was this, this um, confrontation between who the real God is, okay? The God of the Egyptians or the God of the Jews, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So it's, it's the same whole thing again, but this time it's going to be global. Now, um, okay, so if the second half of the tribulation is the great tribulation, and if it is when the wrath of God is poured out, okay, on the earth, Okay, then, then since the Bible says, okay, all three, okay, remember this. Let me read that. We mentioned uh, last week that um, all three positions believe, where is that? Uh, let me uh, look for it. Um, let me check. It says, all three views of the rapture, whether pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib, all believe or and agree that we are not destined to wrath. Okay? That is Romans 5, 9, 1 Thessalonians 1, 10, 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. So meaning to say, we are, uh, God will, pres uh, will um, what do you call this? Will save us, okay? From the coming wrath, okay? We are excused. From the coming wrath. It is not meant for us. Therefore, God, the Lord is going to what? To take us out of this world before He's going to pour out His wrath. So, now, um, in the mid-trib position, uh, what was the last point I gave? Uh -huh. Number one, right? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I... I I switched on the wrong page. Okay. Um, number one. Uh, it is uh, the interpretation of uh, the mid-trip position. Okay. They make clear that uh, the, the division. Okay. When uh, you say on this uh, view, mid-trip view, the, the interpretation makes a clear division between the first half of the period and the second half. Okay. So the first half again is what we call the wrath of man and the, the, the last half of the tribulation is what? The wrath of God, <clears throat> making it the great tribulation period. So, so again, the church will go through the first half. So meaning to say the church will be subject to the wrath of man or some would like to call it persecution. But the church will be spared from the wrath of God. Okay, it, it's that simple. Same with a pre-trib. But the only difference is the timing. For a pre-triber, the timing is before the tribulation starts. But for a mid-triber, before the second half begins. Okay, um, so for a so pre-trib position, uh, this view teaches that the believer must endure the wrath of man, but is exempt from the wrath of God. Okay, so the rapture occurs 
just prior or just before the outpouring of God's wrath. So now let us begin to uh, read some scriptures. Let's let's see what we can find if uh, uh, th there is a biblical uh, passage okay, that supports this position. Let's see that. Mark 13 verse 9. All right. Mark 13 verse 9. Okay, again, if you read Mark 13, the same uh, with Matthew 24 and Luke 21. Okay. Now, Mark 13 9 says, You must be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and flogged in the synagogues on account of me. You will stand before governors and kings as, as witnesses to them. And the gospel must be first... Uh, must first be preached to all nations, verse 11. Whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say whatever is given you at the time, for it is not you speaking but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother, will betray brother to death, and a father, his child, children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. Everyone will hate you because of me. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. So th that is why we mentioned a while ago for a mid-triber uh, part of the tribulation, okay, we will have to endure, okay? Um, but then in verse 14, it says, When you see, now there is a shift. Verse 14, when you see the abomination that causes desolation standing where it does not belong okay let the reader understand then let those who are in judea flee to the mountains let no one on the housetop go down or enter the house to take anything out let no one in the field go back to get their cloak so there's really an urgency at that moment. You, you, you cannot go back and, you know, oh, I forgot my cell phone, etc. No, you cannot do that, okay? Not even your coat. Verse 17, how dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Verse 18, pray that this will not take place in winter because those days of distress unequal, okay? Remember that every time the Bible mentions about a calamity, okay, a tribulation uh, that, that is unequaled from the beginning, okay, it is pertaining to the great tribulation. So it says, because those will be days of distress unequaled from the beginning when God created the world until now and never to be equaled again. That's the great tribulation right there. So as you can see, before the great tribulation in verse uh, which will start from verse 14 to verse 18, the church will go through verse 9 to verse 13. Okay, let me say that again. Verses 9 to verse 13, the church will go through the tribulation. But when you get to uh, verses 14 uh, to verses 19, you see this time, okay, it mentioned about a tribulation that is not equal that, that, that you cannot compare it with the previous uh, 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 catastrophes that happened on earth it's different okay it's 
different okay so we are now uh, at the second half okay we will explain more we are going to give more details to this okay so don't worry so this is just one of the examples that we can give you that the church partly will go through the tribulation okay i hope you understand again today we're not talking about pre-trib we're not talking about post-trib we are talking about what mid-trib rapture position okay so as you can see on the second half of the tribulation that's the time of the abomination that causes desolation now if you if you look at uh, revelation 13 this is the time for the second beast to reign huh okay revelation 13 let me read that uh, revelation 13 verse 5 okay so verse 5 this is the reign of the first beast during the first half of the tribulation so okay i hope you can uh, retain that in your mind the beast was given mouth to utter the verse 5 to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise its authority for 42 months so uh, again so the setting is what the first beast rules the first three and a half years of the seven year tribulation period and then it says in verse 6 it opened its mouth to blaspheme god and to slander his name and his dwelling place and those who live in them in heaven sorry verse 7 it was given power to wage war against god's people against the saints okay this is this is what we call the the the, uh, the saints tribulation saints <laughs> and i mean okay and to conquer them so do you understand that uh, they were conquered so this is for a pre-triber ah uh, no no not pre-triber mid-triber i'm sorry for a mid-triber this is what they call pre-wrath this is not the wrath of god this is the pre-wrath of god or the wrath of man okay it's a natural it's believed to be a natural or a what a man-made tribulation I mean, you say there is the factor there's the element a human element where uh, they are causing uh difficulties uh, uh, hardship or persecution towards the church okay there the 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 beast the antichrist is somehow persecuting the church okay he is against christ so he is against christians so the, that's one of the attributes or characteristics of the antichrist okay oh, let me finish verse 7 last part and it was given authority over every tribe every people every language and every nation that's that's the point so meaning this includes non-jewish people do you understand for a mid-triber those who will be persecuted before the great tribulation means the first half okay i'm uh, sorry here the first half okay before the great tribulation will happen is that the, the church will go through uh, some tribulation okay some difficulties okay some persecution some trials okay where they are going to prove their faith now why why do they believe uh, why a mid-triber believe that it's not just for the Jews if you look at uh, verse 7 again it says it was given power to wage war against God's holy people. Okay, you can say it, it's uh, the, 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 the elect, the, the Jews. But for a mid-triber, uh, 
they consider the elect in Matthew 24 as Christians and the Jewish people, the elect, okay, those whom God has called. Um, or it could also be those who've been elected but not yet, okay, they have not yet surrendered their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. But through the tribulation that they will, they will go through, through the pain, through the difficulties, their eyes will be open, and finally they will have focus and they will cry out to the one who could save them. They, they, will, they will seek who the Redeemer is, and then they will be saved. So it doesn't matter. We really don't know how things are going to play out by, by details in the actual uh, happening or in the actual event, but we're just we're looking at the, the 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 prophecies okay written in scripture so um again uh, and it was given authority over every tribe people language so if, if it says every tribe if it says every people or every language and a nation it does not point to one nation it does not point to israel only it points to every nation so you understand so we have the, the the church will go through the uh, the first three and a half years of the tribulation. Then, before the great tribulation, the church will be what raptured. Okay, that's the the pre-trib position. Okay, so let's uh, continue. Um, what scripture? Uh, Luke twenty-one, twenty-three. Let's see that. Uh, NIV. It says. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. There will be great stress. Okay. Great stress. Okay. This, I mean, so not stress. Distress. I'm sorry. Okay. Great distress. Now, in other versions, it meant great tribulation. Okay. Great distress or great tribulation in the land and what and and what and wrath against these people so you are you okay look 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 for a mid-triber in the middle of the tribulation okay the wrath of god will be poured out and making this the last half of the tribulation the great tribulation. Read that again. Okay? It says, There will be great distress in the land and wrath against the, these people. So meaning to say, the wrath of God is not going to fall only after the seven-year period. Okay? It, it says, in the middle. Okay? <laughs> That's the middle part. Okay? So, in those days... Uh, how dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women. Okay, look, look, if you read Matthew 24, you will understand that this thing about the pregnant women nursing mothers was mentioned in Matthew 24. But that was the time when there was this abomination that will cause desolation. That is set in the middle of the tribulation. Okay, so you have to read Matthew 24, uh, Mark 13, Luke 21. So you can connect, you can compare uh, those those uh, passages of scriptures that talk of the same thing. Okay? Now, um, so again, the tribulation, uh, the great tribulation, 
uh, I mean, the wrath of God is already poured uh, on the, the, the middle of the tribulation. All right. Luke 21, that's Luke chapter 21, 23. That's according to the book of Luke. Now, most of, uh, there are people uh, who said, uh, because maybe they're me messianic, they're Jewish, so they, they, they would, you know, uh, lean more on the, the Old Testament, the Za'am, okay? Because the Za'am, the wrath of God was mentioned that the Za'am of God, the indignation of God is all throughout the tribulation. So meaning to say the rapture will happen before. That's for a pre-triber. But there are many non-Jewish believers, Christians, they said, well, hmm, I, I read one article that said, well, because we are Gentiles, so we should you know, listen to what a Gentile author, you know, like Dr. Luke. He's, he's uh, one of the, uh, he wrote the, the book of Luke, Dr. Luke, all right? And, uh, and for him, the wrath of God is going to fall in the middle of the tribulation. Meaning to say, since he is uh, uh, not Jewish, he's a Gentile, and so we're Gentile believers, so we should, you know, uh, tend to listen more closely to a Gentile preacher or a teacher, okay, <laughs> or author, which is Luke. So what did Luke say? He said that the wrath of God is going to fall in the middle of the tribulation. So what can we do? What, what can we say? It is in scriptures. You, you read that in Luke 21, 23. It is, okay, the wrath and the tribulation at the same time, okay? Oh, now, I'm going to skip a lot of my, uh, some of the uh, um, explanations uh, about the mid-trib, uh, because I want to make things simple, right? So, let's uh, jump to, uh, ma uh, where are we, where are we? Number two, number two, number two, the Antichrist. Okay, here's the point. This is the main thing. Okay, listen up, friends. This is the main thing uh, for the main uh, argument. I'm sorry. The main argument for the mid-tribulationalism. Okay, so this is the main or the key to the case for the mid-tribulationalism. Okay, uh, the Antichrist, okay, the Antichrist will trigger God's wrath to come in the middle of the tribulation by the setting up of an image or by the setting up of the abomination that will cause desolation. I hope I, uh, I, I rephrase that one uh, in, a, in a simple way for a new believer to understand. So, you, you know what? We're trying to make things simple so i pray that lord thank you help them understand okay again let me read that again number two the antichrist is the key okay the antichrist will trigger god's wrath this is according to the mid three position okay the antichrist will trigger god's wrath Okay, he is going to provoke God to anger. He's going to provoke God. He, because you know what? This Antichrist is going to blaspheme God. He's going to utter things. He's going to disrespect the God of the Jews, the God in heaven. 
and 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 by doing this you see the antichrist will trigger god's wrath to come when in the middle of the tribulation by how how will the antichrist do that by setting up an image okay and by setting up an idol okay if you want to call it that way by setting up an idol or the abomination that will cause desolation so remember this in the middle of the tribulation the the, the beast the antichrist is going to set up an image so again you read in daniel chapter uh, daniel chapter 2 uh, this happened already during the time of Nebuchadnezzar. He set up an image, okay? Almost a hundred feet tall image. And he, he, he told people to bow down to his image whenever they hear the music. So the same scenario in the last days. Now you say, oh, but what we read earlier, the, the, what was the scripture we read? Uh, um, Matthew 13, you know, you will be handed over to the local councils and be flogged. It happened already. It's true. You know, about the end times, a lot of these events that was mentioned by the, our Lord Jesus Christ happened already, but not in a bigger scale. Because every time they happen, okay, it grow, this, this, the, the scale is getting bigger and bigger. That's why it is pertaining to a future event, okay? more future <laughs> it's like uh, it's until it gets to uh, the a global scale because the bible says it's global every tribe every nation so we have not gone there yet we have not reached that level yet but i think we're close to that time because of the technology you know we can do things global right now i mean right now i'm preaching but you can hear me anywhere as long as you have internet you can hear this preaching okay that makes this preaching global too right so because of the technology we're getting to that point and and guess what friends these prophecies will keep on repeating repeating until it becomes global because the influence of the fourth beast okay or the last kingdom that will be established on earth the kingdom the divided kingdom the kingdom of iron and clay okay is what uh this kingdom uh, i forgot the point but anyway <laughs> it's gonna happen but it's gonna be global okay we read that uh, uh it, I mentioned that in our series entitled The Two Opposing Kingdoms, okay? It was well discussed again and again in that series. If you want to know about that, go back and look for it, um, the, the series. The links, uh, the, the links are on the, description. on the description. Thank you, John. Okay, so it's there, okay? So again, uh, going back, uh, what was the last scripture I read to you? Okay, let's read Matthew 24. Alright, so again, the Antichrist, what again? The Antichrist will trigger God's wrath to come in the middle of the tribulation. So, let's read Matthew 24, uh, 15. I'm reading in King James. It says, When ye, when ye, when you therefore, therefore shall see the abomination of desolation. In NIV, it says, the abomination that will cause desolation. 
spoken of by Daniel the prophet. So now we're going to refer to the Old Testament again. Okay, so because the, 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 the writers of the New Testament, Matthew, mentioned about Daniel. Okay, and he said, when you see, Okay, hello, hello, hello. So keep an eye on Israel and what's happening in the Middle East. You know why? Because when you see, okay, when you see the abomination that will cause desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand, being erected, being set up, okay, in the holy place. Oh, where is this thing? Friends, there is no holy place right now in Israel I mean this, this specific holy place is actually uh, what this meant is the uh, temple meaning to say since there is no actual temple uh, Jewish temple in Israel right now there is going to be one sometime in the future okay there is going to be a third temple and so it says when you see so many to say before we will see an abomination standing in the temple in the holy place they are for they will first build the third temple okay <laughs> okay now if you must believe that as a christian because it's jesus who said this jesus cannot lie and he's not a liar he knows he is god he knows the future okay so what he says it will happen, will come to pass. So it says, when you see, therefore, the abomination of, this, the, of destruction spoken by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand. Now I'm explaining it. Okay, so it will be easier for you to understand. You'll find it easier to, to, to get. Verse 16, Then let them which in Judea flee to the mountains, let him which on the housetop come, not come down to take anything out of his house. Verse 18, Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. Verse 19, And woe to unto them that are with child. So again, this um, pertains to mothers. And to them that give suck on those days nursing mother so you remember a while ago we read to you a passage from Luke 21 23 okay go go back to Luke 21 23 it says how dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers there will be what great distress or great tribulation in the land and the wrath against the so the wrath and the tribulation all together but it's going to happen in the middle of the tribulation. Why in the middle? Because Matthew 24 says, When you see, when you see the abomination that will cause desolation, erected, set up, okay, standing in the, where? In the holy place. Okay, that's the cue, my friend. That's the cue. It says, etc., um, etc. Et so, verse 19, Wu. Unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck, uh, that nursing mothers. Verse 20, pray, but pray ye that your flight, okay, uh, when you say your exodus, <laughs> be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Okay, verse 21, for then shall be what? Great tribulation. 
For then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. So again, we read that this is an equal tribulation. The, the events, the catastrophe, the disaster, okay, the destructive power that is going to come to the earth is something that's beyond measure. I mean, you know, because our science have not yet experienced such magnitude of destruction that is going to come upon the earth, upon this planet. You understand? So that is what we meant by the great tribulation and it's going to come in the middle okay so it says in verse 24 again when you see okay what do you see what will what what, what uh, are we expecting to see we're expecting to see the abomination or the image that will cause desolation it will provoke god to anger okay and they will erect it they will you know they will position they will set it up where in the temple, the third temple, the most holy place. So verse 21, for then. So the same time when they erect the abomination that will cause dissolution, when they set up the, an image, that is also the same time, verse 21, then shall be great tribulation. So you see the cue? The cue for the great tribulation, the cue for the wrath of God to come, is when the Antichrist, the beast, okay, will finally provoke God, <laughs> you know, to anger, okay? Uh, it is not just the blasphemy thing, but you see, the Antichrist is stepping over God's holy place. This is God's chosen land, His place. This is where His... Uh, uh, presence was the, the uh, in Israel, okay, in Jerusalem, in in the Temple Mount, and then on that place, the 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 Antichrist is going to what? He's going to desecrate the place by what? Because he's going to enter the temple into the Holy of Holies and come out without dying. You see, in the Old Testament, the only the high priest can go in the Holy of Holies to offer, you know, unto the Lord. If if the Lord will not accept the, the his offering, the, the priest will die. So the, the, they're going to pull out the high priest uh, because the priest, before he goes in the Holy of Holies, the, there is a rope uh, tied to his uh, feet so that if he's not moving, there is no sound of the cling, cling, cling <laughs> in his garments. And then they, they can pull him out, okay? And then another... They will uh, uh, raise another high priest to do the the service. So, but this antichrist is going to go in the holy of holies, and he's not going to die. He's going to declare himself to be God, and he's gonna come out, and then the Jews will, whoa, this man could be the Messiah, the, the God. Why? Because he went in the holy of holies and did and came out. Okay, alive and kicking, he did not die. Wow, so, so people will embrace him. You know why? Because they think he's really God. Because only God cannot die in the Holy of Holies. No, but look, hey, 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 wait, 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 wait. Hold on just a minute. 
as believers, as Christians, we know that the presence of God is no longer in the temple. You understand that? Why? Because when Jesus died in the cross, okay, the, the veil was torn apart. Now we have free, direct access to the Holy of Holies by the blood of the Lamb. Meaning to say, we can enter the Holy of Holies okay, through the blood of the Lamb by faith in the name of Jesus. So there is no need for a third temple because the presence of God no longer, no longer uh, resides in the uh, man-made temple. Do you understand that? So meaning to say, even if you're not, even other people can go in and out the Holy of Holies, I mean, uh, pertaining to the third temple, and they will not die. But you see, the world, people will be deceived. For them to create, the, to, to, to rebuild the third temple, there's going to be peace throughout the whole world because of the third temple. That's deception. That's a lie. Okay? Because who wants to, to get the glory, to take advance? Who wants to ordain himself to be God? That's the devil. That's, and he's going to anoint his, his, his beast, his antichrist, his puppet, to go in, okay, and, 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 and declare himself to be God. So, do you understand? That's a, a, a big insult and disrespect to our God who have chosen the place for us as his own and then he's going to go there and desecrate god's chosen most holy place that's an insult right there and then okay the bible says the bible calls it abomination okay so this abomination this image that will cause desolation when it happens when they put it up there <laughs> you know what's gonna happen great tribulation will begin it will begin. Wrath is going to fall. Okay, so what is the abomination? You can read it in, 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 in uh, that abomination. More description in Revelation 13. What is the holy place where the abomination is standing? You can, we can read that in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. We will read that later, very soon. And what triggered the timing? What triggered the, 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 the occurrence? Okay, what triggered the taking place? Uh, of the uh, of the great tribulation okay uh, in the middle of the tribulation okay answer look at verse 15 again verse 15 it says yes matthew when you see therefore uh, when you therefore see the abomination that will cause desolation spoken of the daniel the prophet stand in the holy place that's the cue right there okay so when you see the abomination that will cause desolation look you say brother uh, what do you mean by desolation okay desolation is the state of complete destruction okay so there's going to be an earthquake whatever desolation is going uh, is the complete state of devastation okay resulting to a what great distress or what the bible calls great tribulation either great distress great tribulation the same okay it depends on the Bible version you're reading. Now, I hope you got the, the, that revelation right there. So, Daniel chapter 9, let's read that. So, because Matthew said, Matthew referred, when you see the abomination that will cause desolation spoken of Daniel. So, now let's jump to Daniel. Okay, let's do that. Daniel chapter 9, let's see if it's there. 
Daniel chapter 9 verse 27 says, He will confirm a covenant with many for one week. Now, Brother Amir Sarfati um, said that the word confirm a covenant, he is going, the word confirm there in original uh, version meant he is going to strengthen. So may you say, uh, this this thing, the covenant thing, could be something that they are that, that they've been uh, working on for many years, okay. But the final thing that will finalize the seven-year treaty or peace treaty or covenant or seven years peace agreement is the Antichrist. It's the beast, okay. So. Uh, le let's take a look at this. It says he will confirm a covenant with many for one week. Okay, one week. Uh, actually, this is a prophetic thing in Daniel. Uh, week may, uh, has seven days, but actually one day is equivalent to a year. So it, it, it meant seven years. But in the middle of that week, so in the middle of the seven years, he will bring sacrifices and offerings to a halt. He will stop what the Jewish people are doing. You know, the mosaic way of offering uh, at the temple. Okay. Uh, the, the sacrificial offering. All right. Uh, he's going to stop that. He said, stop. So he's going to betray the Jews. Okay. Because the last kingdom is a deceitful kingdom. Remember that. He will say one thing on you on television, on, 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 on the news, but actually he's planning on another thing. Okay, so <laughs> it's a deceitful kingdom. That's why I already shared with you a series on the two opposing kingdoms because I know in the future we are not going to be allowed to talk against this kingdom. So right now, I have the chance to talk about it. So now, I'm grabbing the opportunity. I don't care what the beast will do to me <laughs> in the future if I'm alive. But I'm not afraid. Because, you know what? For me, there's no... Worse comes for worse. There's no greater honor than to lay down my life to the one who laid his life for me. You understand. Remember that. Okay. My life is worthless compared to the one who created us and gave his to us imagine that what a love if if i am given the opportunity to show that kind of love to him why not okay never mind i'm not talking about post-trip right now i'm talking about the mid-trip all right but in the middle of the the, the first half some we could be required no i mean the bible says if you are uh, destined to 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 be killed by the sword <laughs> in Revelation. Remember, if you're destined to be captured, so you will be captured. If you're destined to be killed, then you will be killed. So, no choice. So in the tribulation, you're you're not the one who is in charge with your life. During the tribulation, God is in charge over the lives of His people. What He allows, He allows. But you have to endure. So in the case of a mid triber for a mid-triber, a mid-tribulation rapture position, okay, uh, it is taught and believed that the church, the saints will go through the first half, the pre-wrath or the man-made tribulation, uh, uh, yeah, okay, partly man-made, all right, um, and then, but the, the second half will be, we will be spared from the second half. That is for the what? Mid-triber. Um, what verse are we reading earlier? 
Daniel 9. Okay, Daniel 9.27, He will confirm a covenant with many for one seven. In the middle of the seven, He will put an end to the sacrifice and offering, the Mosaic law. He will stop the Jews. Hey, stop doing that. Why? Because He will replace the God of the Jews with Himself. Okay? And it says, at the temple. It's here. Read it, friends. At the temple. At the holy place, he will set up an abomination that causes desolation until the end that is decreed is poured out on him. So, meaning to say, he will be allowed to do that. Okay, he will be allowed to do that. Okay, for some reason that is not my topic for today. Uh, let's just talk, focus on the uh, the events. Okay, meaning to say, from Daniel chapter nine twenty seven. The abomination will be introduced, not at the beginning of the tribulation, okay, but in the middle of the tribulation. In the middle of the tribulation, that's where this abomination uh, will be set up, and so the wrath of God is going to fall, uh, and there's going to be great distress or great tribulation, all right? So let's read uh, Luke uh, 21 right now. Uh, verses 20 to 23. When you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, hmm, because the, the, this beast, uh, especially the first beast, he's a man of war. That's why in Revelation 13, the first beast, okay, uh, concerning the first beast, they said, who can wage war against the beast? You read that? Revelation 13. Who can wage war? I mean, you say, this beast, you know, is a warrior. He... he, he He's a war freak, okay? <laughs> he will gain power through military uh, force. By, by, okay, so um, he's a militant. So it says, when you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that its desolation is near. Why? Why is the desolation? Uh, why is this desolation? The uh, Jerusalem's desolation is near. Why? Because of this guy who is going to blaspheme God, is going to disrespect God and set up an idol. Okay, verse 21, Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those in the city get out. When I mean, you say, get out of Jerusalem, get out from there. Okay, you know why? Because by the time he declares himself to be God, everyone who will not bow down to his image will be killed. So if you are a Messianic Jew, you're a Christian, you understand what the New Testament says, you, you, you believe in the Bible, when that happens, run for your life. Get out of there because this peacemaker is, will not bring peace. He will bring death to everyone who will not bow down to his image. That's why the Bible says, run for your lives. Get out of Jerusalem. Okay, There's going, there's going to be great destruction. That's why in, in Daniel it says, when they are safe, when they feel safe, this king who is deceitful, a deceitful king is going to do a great destruction or great damage, okay, on people, on everyone, especially on Christians, especially on those who follow the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So, and so, so what happened to this king who said, uh, who, who, who made peace with us? So he's going to betray the Jews too. So going back, it says, 
So run, get out of the city, and let those in the country not enter the city. Verse 22, For this is the time of punishment and fulfillment of all that has been written. So you see, at the same time, at the same time, the wrath of God is going to fall. In verse 23, How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Again. <laughs> okay, again. We just read that earlier. And now we read, uh, There will be great, this great tribulation and in the land and wrath against these people. So, point, my friend, is this. Do not be afraid if you as a mid-triber somehow partly will have to go through this tribulation because if it is a tribulation that is man-made, then that is something you need to endure. But if it is a tribulation that, that you see somehow uh, with the, the, the element uh, from God, the, 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 the target is not you. The target are these wicked, evil people, those who receive the mark of the beast. They are the target. Okay? Do you understand? More will be, uh, we will explain more next week on the post-tribulation rapture position. Next week. Okay? Right now, we're talking about what? Midrib. So, midrib muna tayo. Uh, do you see? Now, do you see the connection of God's wrath and the great tribulation? Okay? In the middle of the uh, the week, or in the middle of the great tribulation, the, after the first three and a half years of the tribulation? Okay. I believe the Lord has given you the revelation, the insight. Okay, you understand. Thank you, Lord. Amen. <laughs> so, okay. Now, uh, let's go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 to 4. So, let us give more details on the Antichrist. What is the Antichrist going to do inside the third temple? Okay. Verse 3. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs. And the man of lawlessness is revealed. Okay? For a pre-triever, pre you're not going to see this. Because you are out of here. You're gone already. You're, the Lord has taken you to be with himself. So that where he is, there you will be also. That's the pre-trib position. But in, for a mid-triever, you will see the Antichrist. Okay? <laughs> you will see the beast. Okay? At least half of the seven years. But that's... That's the stressful time if you're here. <laughs> For everyone who are living, who are alive during the first three and a half years of the last seven years of, of the, the kingdom of the Antichrist, you know what? It's really stressful. If you think uh, you, you're stressed already with the COVID-19, that is nothing. Okay, <laughs> That is nothing compared to... You know, reading the seals, the, 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 the trumpets, and the balls, the seven balls. Okay, that's not our topic now. Okay, just keep coming. Uh, keep uh, uh, tuning into our uh, program so that you will know more. All right? Uh, it says, until the rebellion, a rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. Verse 4, he will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worship. Okay? So you see the first episode, part one of our series on the two opposing kingdoms. We discussed uh, how Lucifer wanted to raise his stars above the, uh, his, 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 
his rank over above the stars of God. He wanted to be God. Okay, so now he feels fulfillment uh, at this time. Okay, so he's going to oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worship, so that he sets himself up in God's what temple. He is going to set himself. So meaning you say. There is going to be a third temple. Because right now, we don't see temple in Israel. We've been there. Okay, there was no temple in, 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 in Israel right now. Um, uh, but that will be rebuilt soon. So, he will set himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. So, he's going to deceive the Jews. The Jews wanted to have the third temple. For peace, so that because they, they long for God to fellowship with them again, just like what they read in the past in the Old Testament. They want that. They want that relationship with God. They're so passionate. They want their their temple built. Okay? And they they, they they're actually ready since 2015. And 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 the, this is the only thing that we're we're uh, wait that they're waiting for. Okay. The, 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 per, the permit or the permission to start rebuilding the third temple. That's the only thing that's lacking right now. Given the chance, given the opportunity, when they are given the permission, and that's going to happen when the Antichrist will, you know, uh, confirm a covenant, a seven-year covenant, so they can build the temple. But actually, that's a wrong motive right there. You see... Uh, the Antichrist, the beast, has a wrong motive. You know what? He wants to be God. That's why he wants the temple rebuilt because the presence of God was in that temple. Okay? Ever since in the past. And, and Satan always imitates God. So whatever God does, he wants to replace it. <laughs> replace God. So now he wants to be the God in that temple. He, he wants his presence established. In, in, in Israel, in Jerusalem. So, going back, he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. This evil, this rebel, Lucifer, Satan, this fallen angel, has this undying passion to be God. That is his ultimate, you know, quest in life. That's his ambition in life. To be God. To be replaced God. To be like God. Okay? And, 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 and that is why be careful. You know, be careful. There are so many doctrines today that teaches that you can become God. Okay? You don't wish to be one. Let God, let God promote you. Let God exalt you. Let God commend you. But not you. Don't do don't do self-ordination or self-proclaiming. Don't proclaim yourself to be somebody higher than who you really are. Let God do that in the right time on, 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 on the time of reckoning. Okay? Um, judgment of works. Uh, rewards, etc. So, going back, friends, ladies and gentlemen, the abomination, the, the real abomination is, is the devil himself. Okay? He is the beast, okay? Also the beast. Uh, he is the abomination, the antichrist, the beast. And, and in his image, the, uh, Revelation 13. Let's, let's read Revelation 13 right now. Revelation 13 verse 5. The beast 
was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise its authority for what? For 42 months. 42 months. Meaning to say, uh, this is pertaining to the first beast who will rule for the first half. Well, meaning to say, first half of the tribulation, that's three and a half years. So the first beast will rule uh, for first three and a half years. It opened its mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name and his dwelling place and those who live in heaven. It was given power to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. So again, this is the position of a pre-triver, the pre-wrath, the wrath of man, natural, man-made tribulation. And it was given authority over every tribe language. Okay, I, I think we read that already, right? A while ago. Okay, let's jump to verse 11. Because Revelation 13, 11 uh, per, uh, points to the second half of the tribulation. Because on the second half of the tribulation, we have another beast. Okay? The first beast in Revelation 13 is the beast that came out of the sea. Okay? Came out of the water. We call it the sea beast. Okay? <laughs> but the other beast, the second beast in Revelation 13, it says, Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. Okay? This is the earth beast. We know, of course, we know this is symbolic and that the, the sea symbolizes multitudes of people. So this first beast will be coming out of the multitudes of people. Okay, do you understand? So we have this beast, the first puppet of Satan, the Antichrist. Beast number one came out of what? Came out of uh, the sea. The beast number two in verse 11 came out of the earth. But if you read Revelation 11, there is another beast that came out of the pit came out of the abyss what do we mean by that so you see this is another beast okay uh, some calls it the unholy unholy trinity beast uh, from the sea beast from the earth and beast from the abyss okay so uh, combining them the, the some calls it the, the the unholy trinity okay so they said somebody some says the, the beast that came out of the abyss is actually Apollyon or Abaddon. Uh, he is the, the, the beast uh, of destruction. Um, that is why he is the beast who will uh, put to death the two witnesses. It's not the beast that came out of the sea uh, from the earth. But the one who came from the abyss. No, okay, guys. Th this this is not. That's not my topic. We're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we're talking about uh, mid trip. All right, mid trip. Let's go back to mid mid trip. All right. Uh, what's the verse again? Revelation 13, 11. I saw second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb. So more more. This sounds like. The second beast is more religious than the first because the first beast is more militant, right? Uh, but they are both political uh, and uh, politically motivated. And of course, they will also influence, they, they will control the economic system of the world. So take note of that. Time will come, it's going to be global. And, and, and this beast, Will, will cease to have control over the economic system of the world. They, 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 never mind. If you want to know more, watch our series on the two opposing kingdoms. Okay, I discussed that there. Uh, 
Um, coming out but it spoke like a dragon that's verse 11 verse 12 it exercised all authority of the first beast on its behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed it performed great signs even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in the full view of people because of the signs it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast okay so this is the second beast it deceived the inhabitants of the earth it ordered them to set up an image. This is now the abomination that will cause desolation. So the second beast will order people to set up an image in honor of the first beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. Verse 15, the second beast was given power to give breath, breath, a breath to the image of the first beast. So that the image could speak and cause all who refuse to refuse to worship the image to be killed. So why does this beast demands worship? Because the beast ordained himself to be God. So now he will stop the worship, the offering, the, the you know the Jewish thing, the Mosaic law demands in the temple okay he will stop those uh, sacrificial offering okay the ceremonial thing of the jews he will stop it because this time he wants to be it he wants to be god he wants to be worship to replace that he's going to replace those things at the temple with what he's going to replace it with his own image the image of the first beats beast sorry which is what? The abomination that will cause desolation. And so he provokes God and he triggers God's wrath to come in the middle of the tribulation. That is why it says that the, when, when he set up, when you see the abomination that will cause desolation standing at the temple, standing in a holy place, then that's the cue. You know boom the rat will come so run for your life get out of there because because you know the beast is going to betray the jews is, is going to um, betray them is going he's um, uh, not going to live in peace with the jews anymore uh, at least uh, with the jews who will not bow down to his image okay so those who will not bow down to his image will be killed so, uh, where are we? What was the last verse? Uh, verse, yeah, that's it. So, in Revelation 13, 14, the, you remember the word set up an image, okay, is precisely in agreement or in math, we use the word congruent, okay, meaning to say they are in perfect agreement, okay, precisely in agreement to Matthew 24, 15, okay, Revelation 13 says, set up an image. Matthew 24, 15 says, When ye therefore see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Now in Daniel 9, 27 says, And at the temple he will set up an abomination that will cause desolation. So all of these scriptures, no? Uh, Daniel 9, 27. Okay, take note of this. Daniel 9, 27. Revelation 13, 14. Matthew 24, 15. If you study these three passages of Scripture side by side, okay, 
So you will understand and you will see that they're talking about the same thing. It's the abomination. It's about the abomination that will cause desolation. And this abomination is actually an image. And what kind of image? John the Beloved in, book, uh, in Revelation 13 says, this image is able to speak. Okay? And he, he, this image will kill those who will not bow down and worship the beast. Whoa! What kind? Of image what kind of of idol is that I mean it moves it talks so right now welcome to the new age to the okay it's two hours already all right uh, welcome to the age of AI okay they call it the AI system the artificial intelligence where you have you know this is the age of, of technology computers and etc so 30 years ago, we were not this, we're, the technology was not this complicated. But now, what? Now, can you see what, what kind of technology we will have 30 years from now? Oh, I can't imagine that. So, but anyway, we, let's just continue to talk and, and study about the, the end time prophecies, okay? It's two hours already, so let, let me cut it short. I hope you learned, friends. Have you learned something today? <laughs> so, um, so since since uh, the church is not determined unto wrath, okay, we were not destined to wrath, and all three positions, pre, mid, and post-trib, agrees that before the wrath we will be raptured, we will be taken out of here. So, for a mid-triber. The wrath of God is going to fall. When is the timing of the wrath of God? Not before the tribulation. Not after the tribulation. But it will, the, 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 the wrath of God will fall in the middle. Right in the middle. So the rapture should be right before, okay, right before the midpoint of the tribulation. Okay, so that is what, that is uh, the position for a uh, pre-triver okay but uh, let me read that but since God's wrath is not for the church that's Romans 5 9 verse Thessalonians etc etc so God will remove the church from the earth prior to the outpouring of his wrath which will happen when in the middle of the tribulation what why in the middle of the tribulation why would God's wrath be poured out in the middle of the tribulation the answer is simple the antichrist the beast will enter the third temple and declares himself to be God and set up an idol, a moving and talking image. Okay, he will set up, he's going to uh, erect uh, uh, the abomination that will cause desolation. Okay, so he is going to desecrate God's holy place, God's temple, and that will provoke God and that will bring in the wrath of God. That is why in the middle of the tribulation, both Matthew, Luke, uh, who else? Uh, Daniel mentions about a, a great distress or a great tribulation that is unequal, that has never happened ever on planet earth. It will happen on that time, in the middle. So rapture will happen before the middle of the tribulation. So that is the position. That is the belief. That is the concept 
that is the argument behind the mid-trib uh, or the mid-tribulationalism. Okay? So for a mid-triber, uh, they have a strong case for believing mid-tribulation rapture. Very strong, right? You've read it. that The wrath of God will happen in the middle. Middle. Why? Because the Antichrist himself will trigger God's wrath to come in the middle of the tribulation when he set up what? The abomination that will cause desolation. So we gave you a lot of scriptures already. Um, oh man, we cannot finish. Uh, okay, the last one. It says the resurrection and removal of the two witnesses in the middle of the tribulation is symbolic description of the rapture. Okay. Uh, the two witnesses will be killed, raised back to life, and raptured in the middle of the tribulation. If you read Revelation 11, 1 to 12, again, guys, this is debatable. I understand this is debatable because some says the, the, the two witnesses. Now, look, this is uh, uh, um, a never-ending uh, discussion. Who are these two witnesses? Okay, Is it Moses and Elijah? Okay, during the transfiguration. Is it Moses and Elijah? Or is it Enoch and Moses? Or, or, or Elijah? I don't... What else? Uh, I studied on this before. Uh, is it... Or some people believe that the two lampstands, okay, the two anointed witnesses, okay, the two lampstands represents the, the Messianic Jews and the Christians, okay, the born-again believers. They are the two witnesses who will evangelize and cause great revival throughout the earth. Okay, and then the two witnesses will be killed. So they, everybody will be killed and, and, uh, and uh, they will refuse to bury them. But then uh, after three and a half days, now some people believe that three and a half days means three and a half years. So it will end up on the post-trib, right? But if you're a mid-triber, so it's, it's literal three and a half days so <laughs> just right in the middle after uh, the, the two witnesses will be killed and right in the middle after three and a half days uh, they will hear God uh, Revelation 11 um, because they're, they're gonna be here to, to testify to prophesy so just read it okay I don't have time anymore we're beyond two hours already Revelation 11 11 to 12 but I encourage you to read Revelation 11 beginning from verse 1 all the way to verse uh, 18 why okay I'll, I'll give you why I'll show you why because you, you start with verse 1 and then you see the how it builds up the one, 1260 days and then he is going to call his two witnesses to prophesy for three and a half years three and a half years huh? 1260 days so uh to all of this uh, let, let me uh for three and a half days they will they, they will be killed uh, by this the beast that will come out from the abyss okay and they will refuse them a burial okay uh the world will celebrate but verse 11 says okay revelation 11 11 <laughs> 11 11 but after the three and a half days the breath of life from god entered them and they stood on their feet and terror struck those who saw them verse 12 then they heard a loud voice 
from heaven, saying to them, Come up here. And they went up to heaven in a cloud, that's rapture, while their enemies look up on. Okay? And that very hour, verse 13, and that at that very hour, there was a severe earthquake. Oh, you understand? Severe earthquake. That's the beginning. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. But actually, if you happen to be here during the time that great tribulation, you will not believe what kind of earthquake that will be. Okay, anyway. It says, a tenth of the city collapsed. What kind of earthquake is this? One tenth of the city will collapse. We have never experienced that, friends. And it says, 7,000 people will, were killed in the earthquake. Just like that. 7,000 were killed. Verse 13, okay? Verse 13 of Revelation uh, 11. And the survivors were terrified and gave glory to God of heaven. Now they, they, they acknowledge the God of heaven because now they are afraid. <laughs> they are afraid once the wrath of God is here. And then the second was woe has passed and the third woe is coming soon. Now, now I, I want to give you a tip, guys. I want to give you a tip. This is something that either... If you're a pre-trib or a post-trib, you know, everybody sometimes uses the same scripture but interprets it to, you know, to agree with their position. But the thing is this, it's like, it's like the, uh, the argument on the fossils, dinosaur fossils, okay? Everybody, when they see a fossi fossilized, um, you know, um, animal and um, they interpret, some says, oh, there, there are feathers and some says, no, there are no feathers. So it's it's the uh, they're looking into the same fossil, but they have different interpretations. Now, now let, let's look at this Revelation ten seven. If you uh, take a look at Revelation ten seven, it says, "But in the days, in the days when the seventh angel is about to sound his trumpet, about to sound, when you say he has not blasted the seventh trumpet, okay? Some calls it the last trumpet. All right, but for a pre-triber, this is not." The, the seven trumpets is not the trumpet uh, mentioned uh, during the rapture period okay so but the, we are not uh, we are discussing the mid-trib position okay for a mid-triber and a post-triber they agree the, the same thing it says but in the days when the seventh angel is about to sound his trumpet the mystery of God will be accomplished what the mystery of God will be accomplished just as he announced to his servants to pray now which position really discusses the mystery of course we know the mystery of the gospel the you know things like that we and then people uh, debate on the salvation thing Calvinism and etc but that's not that's not what I what I want to point out today the mystery of God will be accomplished just before the seventh trumpet now go back to Revelation 11 okay go back to Revelation 11 after okay verse 11 you, you see the, the 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 two witnesses were raised back to life and they and God called them come up here and they were raptured they were taken up while the enemies while the wicked people are watching them go up in the air, okay, and then uh, and then uh, in verse thirteen it says there's gonna be the, the, an earthquake, okay, a severe earthquake, and then seven thousand people died instantly, okay, 
Um, and then, verse 15, the seventh angel sounded his trumpet. What? And there were loud voices in heaven which said, The kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and Messiah. He will reign for us. So that's the declaration that Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords, is coming. Hallelujah. The King is coming. The King is coming. Praise God. He is coming. So anyway, guys, uh, so, so this is the time when the seventh angel, okay, blast his trumpet. And then there was this declaration, the kingdom of this world has be become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Messiah and of his Christ. But Revelation 10.7 says, when the seventh angel is about to sound the trumpet, the mystery of God will be accomplished. Ah, research on that, research on that. Now, what else, what else? Verse 16, the 24, uh, Revelation 11, 16, the 24 elders who were seated on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshiped God saying, we give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. So this time, you see, God, yeah, people will see the power of God, will experience the power of God, okay? Um, and it says, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign, verse 18, please read that. Verse 18 says, the nations were angry and your wrath has come. Your wrath has come. Your wrath has come. So for a mid-triber, they believe that we're going to go through, partly we're going to go through the tribulation. Uh, but if it is something that, that comes from God, it is not directed to believers. That, that's the, the general interpretation. It's directed to the wicked people. Okay? Because God can get you through it. Okay? You just have to endure and stay on the side of God. I mean, you stay loyal. You remain loyal to Jesus, whatever happens in the world. Whatever, even if one, you know, Whatever happens, okay, whatever is whatever, okay? So, but the thing is this, your wrath has come. Your wrath has come. That's, that's, that's the seventh trumpet. After the seventh trumpet, so this will lead us to the next topic, which is post-tribulation rapture. Next week, all right? Next week. That will be for next week. So, guys, uh, again, Revelation 11, 11 uh, to 12 is debatable as to when, is the timing for the, 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 the two witnesses? Who were the two witnesses? So all of this, this, this we have a never-ending uh, argument on, on, on that subject. So let us not focus on that, okay? I want you to focus on number two. What is number two? Go back to number two, John. Um, can you flash it? Number two, yeah. The Antichrist will trigger God's wrath to come in the middle of the tribulation by setting up an image or the abomination that will cause desolation. So we have the scriptures right there for your uh, personal Bible study. If you want to do more research and you want to confirm whether we have um, discussed it um, correctly, um, uh, please uh, take a screenshot right now. Okay, with me smiling. Okay. 
Are you sitting there? All right, okay. All right, thank you so much, John. Okay, good job. Good job, son. Um, okay, so guys, uh, that's it. Very simple, okay? As you can see, between uh, pre-trib and, 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 and mid-trib, mid, uh, uh, pre-tribbers and mid-tribbers, uh, there is not much uh, distinction except the timing, okay? And uh, the, the doctrine of the mid-trib, uh, mid-trib rapture, uh, will contradict the uh, the the imminent uh, the the doctrine of imminence of the pre-trib rapture. Okay, so again, uh, I hope you understand the point of all this. Why are we why we want to present to you pre, mid, and post because we want you to do. A comparative study okay those are the three views right there so next week we're going to talk about uh, where is that there post <laughs> three rupture and so now you have a clearer picture between the three of them so please review the pre-trib and then today mid-trib take a screenshot of the scriptures and then uh, next week uh, um, join us again for our next episode on the post-tribulation rapture so you have a complete view at least you know even if it is concise at least you have an idea um, of the three three differing views of the rapture and then you decide with the holy spirit because after all even if i will point to you just one position after all i cannot control i do not have control over your heart it's going to be between you and god you the lord and the scriptures Okay, I will not force to you something that you cannot grasp, something you cannot understand. But here's my tip, my friend. Here's my tip, final tip. Either of the three you will choose or you will choose pantrib. Pantrib, a combination of either or we call it the open hand theology because this is not the major thing. Uh, I mean, you say when we will know what's the right interpretation when it happens <laughs> so when it happens okay that's the right interpretation so here's the thing here's the thing guys we're not yet at the conclusion of this uh, of this uh, uh, comparative study okay but uh, i forgot my point um but but uh <laughs> what's my point again come on there's so many things in my brain right now and i I don't have time so all the pressure is in me right now but I hope uh, you, you got the point if you have questions please type or send me a, a personal message because uh, uh, so I will know if I left some what's that? yeah 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 okay so we still have one chart uh, yes yes I forgot okay that's it thank you thank you John please flash it right now put it on okay there okay so for a mid-tribulation rapture this is the summary. This is the chart that uh, I, I made last night since yesterday. Uh, we mentioned about the covenant. Remember the covenant um, um, and the third temple. So it's going to be a, a very close uh, once the, the, you know, because the, the Jews are ready to rebuild their temple. They're just waiting for the, the, the permit, the, the permission to, to do so. So, once the the peace treaty the seven-year peace treaty is signed and then they can build it and i believe this it's going to be very fast and very quick 
And so that's 1A and 1B. And then after that, once the temple is there, uh, uh, the, 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 the wrath of man or, or the, the pre-wrath or the first three and a half years of tribulation will begin. And also, and then in the middle, just before the abomination, there's going to be a rapture. God is going to, you know, take his, his, his people out of the, the way, out, I mean, out of the world. So because we are not meant, we're not, uh, we were not, uh, what do you call this? We were not destined for the wrath. So because the wrath of God will what? Will fall on the mid of the tribulation. That is because of what? You see that number four? Because of the image or the abomination that they will set up in the temple. Okay, got it? So thank you, John, for that nice uh, illustration. Very good. Uh, okay, also take a screenshot because uh, you might need that while, while you're studying, while you're, you're, you know, you're, you're uh, reviewing the topic for today. You might need this, uh, uh, this uh, illustration. This is uh, the, the, the summary of everything we discussed. So let me just read to you the three uh, points that I wrote uh, underneath the, the chart. It says the church will go through the first half of the tribulation. So that is the position for, that's the case for the mid-triber. Number two, the rapture will take place before the second half of the tribulation. That is because we're not destined to wrath. Because we believe for a pre-triber, we believe that the wrath of God will, will start. The great tribulation will begin in the middle. Okay. So number three, the wrath is poured on the second half. Of, uh, there, I, I already <laughs> mentioned that. Okay, so thank you very much. We love you. Um, join us again next week for our third uh, episode, for the third part of this series, the, the three differing views of the rapture. And then we're going to do a, uh, another uh, episode, you know, trying to reconcile things. And uh, I w we will show you all at the same time. Okay, the th three views in one presentation. Okay, is that good? Are you excited? I hope you are. <laughs> we love you. And uh, we, we, friends, we don't want you to be ignorant of what's going to happen. At least you know uh, the, the three differing views of the ruptures. God bless you. Um, and let us pray. Lord, thank you for your blessings. Thank you. Wisdom comes from you. And that we recognize that the greatest teacher is the Holy Spirit and that, Lord, I want our viewers to understand that I am not an expert of eschatology. Uh, this is not my subject in uh, Bible school, but at least I know a little uh, with this little knowledge I have. Thank you for helping us, helping us present it clear uh, to the people. And if, not, if it's not that clear, I pray that you will enlighten them, help them understand, give them wisdom to discern uh, the truth uh, behind the scriptures that we, we, we read. So Lord, teach us. Teach us. Because we don't know. We, we really, we're not God. You know, you are the greatest teacher. So thank you, God, the Holy Spirit. So bless us. Uh, keep on blessing us with wisdom, more wisdom. For us to understand deeper. And um, God the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your anointing. 
bless everyone. And now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of His countenance upon you, give you His peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you, be with us all. Amen and amen. Okay, God bless you, friends. See you again next week for our next episode, Post-Tribulation Rapture. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.